I don't know, maybe it's not greater than the accomplishment that you're working on. But I tell you what, I get excited when I hit my own accomplishments. But man, whenever somebody sees one, if they compliment me, I really feel good about that. And I appreciate all of you guys that send all the love and the positive feedback my way because it, 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 I live for that stuff. So don't get there, don't get me wrong with that. But I also live for your wins. And I want to hear about how your improvement is gone. And I want to hear about the struggle and what you had to overcome to get there. Because that just gets me excited. It makes me happy. And when you're not making it a big deal, it's not hard for me to show you what your reality looks like from my perspective. Hello and welcome to Old Man Energy. I'm your host, Flint Anderson. If this is your first time with us, thank you for joining us for this crazy roller coaster that is my life. And if you have come back for more of the insanity, then I really appreciate you very much. Either way, I hope you guys get something that you can take with from this and use, share with your friends, like and subscribe to make sure you don't miss anything and make sure you're following us on all the social medias because we post different content in different ways on different days. That sounded very poetic and I didn't mean it to, so <laughs> I want to take a minute today to talk about framing your reality. That sounds very fancy, and it's not. It just talks about how you perceive things, because how we perceive things is actually our reality. Our brains don't know the difference between something that we hear, something that we see in real life, something that we see in television form, something that we read. We form mental pictures of them, and those are stored in chemicals and electrical impulses and what have you. By the time it gets to the brain... It does not matter. They're all stored in the exact same manner. Now, I'm not talking, I'm not a scientist, I'm not a doctor, I'm not talking about the different parts of the brain that are responsible for different things, stuff like that. Just the fact, the bare minimum, the fact that everything turns into chemicals and electricity when it hits your brain. Your brain can't perceive the difference between a fantasy, a reality. It, it's, it's all, I mean, it's all impulses, it's all, it's all just chemicals, it's all memories. So what does that mean? Well. One, could mean I'm completely wrong, completely off base. But two, it also means that we have the ability to take any situation and frame it in a certain manner. Des likes to tell me all the time that I can look at something from perspective, something that she sees as just negative, messed up, not great, whatever, and turn it around, frame it, and look at it from a more positive light. I don't know why I do this. It's not something that I try to do. It's something I can do consciously. But if you give any situation to me, I can usually frame it in a positive light. And I don't mean every situation. And I know that there's a thousand things out there that just can't be framed in a positive light. Not talking about those extreme level situations. I'm talking about the day-to-day -day stuff that we come up against that just bugs the piss out of us. Because honestly, those extreme situations, our body reacts to them completely differently than it does the day-to-day -day grind. Those, I'm, I'm, what I'm really talking about today is those situations that if interpreted incorrectly can really just, we, we say it'll ruin our day, it'll ruin our moods, or it makes you go from happy to pissed off in a few minutes or whatever. Those situations, those little things, um, one of the quotes that comes to mind for that is death by a thousand cuts. Not a great, analogy exactly but it does it does make sense as far as how we handle those little situations every day that little stuff that comes up and makes us just impacts our day and that ends up defining our life more than just the huge emotional or the actual tragedies 
And it's really in how we perceive those. A really good example of this is um, text messaging. And with the popularity of text messaging in today's world, it is a part of life. We don't have a choice but to have to deal with. Well, text messaging can be completely misinterpreted to the point where I, I don't even assume that it's ever interpreted correctly, that it's always interpreted in the worst possible manner. Because if you're looking at something and you perceive that somebody's upset with you or frustrated with you, you're going to read into everything that they're doing and everything that they're saying from that mental belief. But if you believe that they're happy and that everything is okay and that you're fine, well, you're going to read into everything from there. The unique thing about text messaging is, is that the negative connotation almost always wins. So if I feel even slightly a communication that's happening via text message is going the wrong way, I will stop and I will call that person or I'll do my best to meet up with them in person to make sure that that inflection is not being read incorrectly on either direction. That's again, framing your reality. Well, I don't want to make sure that this is interpreted properly. I want to make sure that I'm interpreting this properly. And a lot of times you'll pick up on stuff that maybe they weren't wanting to say or they were the ones that weren't wanting to have an uncomfortable conversation with you or whatever have those uncomfortable conversations when that comes up. Don't put them off. Don't just identify that they wanted to have that or that they didn't want to have that. Make a time for yourself and that person to have that conversation. And you know, sometimes you'll be misinterpreting it completely. Oh, no, 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 I'm not. Didn't mean to be short with you. I'm just busy or I was hopping in the car or whatever. But you would have run around all day wondering if that was negative and if they had a problem or why were they mad at you or whatever. So remember, in framing your reality, in looking at these text messages, and emails can be the same way, although with emojis in both, it helps a little bit. But nothing as powerful as communication. One-on-one communication is best, video communication second, voice communication third, and then written communication. Because most people do not write effectively, and emotion is never translated unless it's negative. And then it's almost always translated and amplified. Don't know why that is. Maybe it's human nature. Point is, is that how we perceive that can be applied to everything else in life. Any situation that comes up, well, you know what? That really makes me angry. Well, maybe they're happier now. Maybe this is going to work out better for them. Maybe, um, maybe, and I, can't, I wish I had some more specific examples of this, and I'll, I'll try and capture some over the next few days. But just looking at things and going, well, it, it's, it's looking at things differently. It's looking at things from a different perspective. It's the ability to take a breath, step back, look at any given situation and say, well, what's the best possible outcome from this? I will give you give you one example that pops to mind, which is where this actual um, talk came from. I don't have his permission to say his, say his whole name on here, so he can tag himself if he wants. I'll let him know it's on here, but his buddy's name is James. Was working out post a story, um, as I often do on Instagram with my workouts. And I believe it was one of the first couple of times I was actually working out squatting with 405. And that, that was a big deal to me. And I posted up and I was very proud of it. And he shot me a message. Hey, dude, that's some serious weight moving around looking good. And um, I appreciate it. I told him, thank you. Hadn't heard from him for a while talking to him. He said he'd just gotten back in the gym. And he was back up to squatting. I think it was 275. And this this guy is significantly smaller than I am, hasn't been working out as long as I have. And I knew that his initial squat numbers, and James, forgive me if I'm getting the numbers wrong, but the intent of the story is pure. Um, his initial squat numbers were around um, 200 or something. So the, these numbers were huge. 
And he shared that with me. And we spent most of the conversation talking about him and his growth through the gym and then just different things, just kind of catching up, but really just being excited for him that he had hit that milestone. And remember, this conversation started with him congratulating me. So I get home and I was talking to Des because she knows him as well. I was talking to her about that. And she kind of sat and stopped and she goes, you know, she said, you do that a lot. You will look at something or an accomplishment from somebody. And even though they're not as excited about it as they should be, you are, and you can see the positive in that and the growth in that, even if the comparison doesn't make any sense for what's going on with you or anything else. I admire that ability. So that one situation was just one example of framing reality of we often will compare ourselves to other people and we compare ourselves to other people that either are further along in a particular skill set or are further advanced in where we want to be. But what happens is, is when we, when we compare ourselves to those people, one, if we don't engage with them, or sometimes even when we do engage with them, we end up trying to tone down or play down our levels of accomplishment because we think it pales in comparison to them, not realizing that we're not really in competition with anybody else. We're just in competition with ourselves. So if you have somebody that's doing that, then it's real easy to find the positive and build that person up and make sure to point out, no, you did, thank you for, for the compliment that you gave me, but man, your, your accomplishment is so much greater because it was where you were at, what you were doing, what you were wanting to do. I don't know, maybe it's not greater than the accomplishment that you're working on, but I tell you what, I get excited when I hit my own accomplishments, but man, whenever somebody sees... One, if they compliment me, I really feel good about that. And I appreciate all of you guys that send all the love and the positive feedback my way because really I live for that stuff. So don't get, there, don't get me wrong with that. But I also live for your wins. And I want to hear about how your improvement has gone. And I want to hear about the struggle and what you had to overcome to get there because that just gets me excited. It makes me happy. And when you're not making it a big deal, it's not hard for me to show you what your reality looks like from my perspective where I'm looking at this as just a massive deal and how much stuff you had to overcome and being excited and being proud of you. And none of that is fake. None of that is fake. It's, it's super exciting for me to hear you guys win. And I want to hear more of that. And you know what? I want to hear about your struggles too, because as you overcome those struggles, that's where your power comes from. And the only way that we talk about it, especially guys, because our egos get in the way, we're like, oh, you don't want to talk to me, or oh my God, I'm intimidated by him. So we don't share a lot of that. As a result, we don't get a lot of that feedback. And as a result, we can't see our own reality from anybody's perspective but our own. And it's powerful when you can see it from somebody else's perspective, especially somebody who's excited for you and on your team. I know when I've had people do that for me, man, I'm, I'm... I'm jacked. I'm excited. I'm running. I'm just, I'm super happy about that. Another buddy of mine, he um, is opposite end of the spectrum. He's a buddy from the gym, significantly larger than I am, even though we're comparatively to the same height. We're just different levels in our fitness journey. And I was watching one of his videos one day. My grandson was here and he was sitting on my lap and I don't remember what he was doing. He was deadlifts or squats or something. This dude moves, he moves an amazing amount of weight. He's just, he's jacked. Um, one of the nicest guys you will ever meet, but he's, he's huge. And Griffin was sitting on my lap and he's watching this video with me and he goes, dad, that's a superhero right there. Or not dad, sorry, <laughs> so your popper. 
he's a superhero. Look at that. Look how heavy that is. And he just picked it up. And we sat there and we watched a couple more of his videos. And I sent him a message and I said, hey, man, I'm sitting here with my grandson. And he knows that you are an absolute superhero. And he posted that again on his story and shared that, said, hey, this is what I live for. Comments like this, this makes it all worth it. So that level of encouragement, that level of perception of our reality from other people, whether it's from a child or whether it's from a peer or whether it's from a leader or a mentor or somebody that we look up to, they all look at us from their own eyes. And if we can master the ability to look at our life and our circumstances and what we're doing from somebody else's life, especially from somebody else's perspective that is on your side, that is either excited for you and wants to see you win, wants to see you succeed, that more than anything else helps us frame our reality in a different way. It helps us look and see things as they really are. And when I say they really are, again, it's a blend. It's a blend between what goes on inside of our head and what goes on outside of our head and how other people see us. Um, you'll hear me talk about it on another episode where we, where I talk about we judge ourselves by our intentions and other people by their actions. Well, this is a different version of that because we are judging ourselves by our intentions and our efforts. Other people are judging us by our production and by what we've actually done at that point. So they're judging us by our production. We're judging ourselves by our intent, and we need to be able to effectively blend the two. So hope this helps. If you guys are struggling with some self-image issues or just struggling towards a goal or really reach out to somebody who's on the same path as you, maybe a little further down the road, and talk to them. Give them your wins. Give them your struggles. Talk to them. See what they have to say. I bet you'll be shocked. Talk to those people around you that love you. Get them to give you some feedback on what you're doing, on your struggles, on your wins, on your successes. It'll be really interesting and eye-opening for you to see how other people perceive you in their reality. Keep out there. Keep at it, guys. Love y'all. Peace. Peace.